Today's show is pre-recorded. Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to the voice. Come on. Come on, y'all. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, is God good to me. Unbelievable. Yeah, he is. And I and, and I and I can only attribute it to one thing. It's it's just been a turnaround in my life. It's it's been me finally making decision to see what all God has for me. But at the same time, trying to be more God want me to be instead of more what I want to be. That's the trade off. You know, you got to do something now. You know, you know, you want God's blessings. You got to be willing to do something on his behalf. I'm not saying I got it right right now because I'm just being real with you. I don't. I don't have it all together by any stretch of the imagination. I'm trying to get better in several areas. I'm praying about it. I'm working on it. But you know it's a process, and I've 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 grown to accept the process. But I'm improving in a lot of areas from day to day. But I tell you what, man, my success, all that's going on with me, I can only attribute to this turnaround. And the turnaround was simple. I turned around and started looking at God. That was the simple move, man. I just turned around and started looking at Him, and I was going, "Okay, I get it now. You created me. You're the Creator." You have a purpose for me. I understand that now. Now, let me just walk in that purpose and let me get to doing that purpose. Now, my purpose and your purpose and their purpose and anybody's perfect purpose could be different. And the way you go about the purpose can be different. And that's the part that I've really grown up to. I've opened up my mind to understanding that everybody's different. Nobody's quite the same. 
And that is not my right or position to judge, but to be uh, of a forgiving spirit and understand and forgive those as I ask God to forgive me. See, that's the key. That's the key, y'all. So when you out here and you stuck on this unforgiveness, understand in, in, in the Lord's Prayer, there's a segment that says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There's another version that says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's two different versions. But either one, it means the exact same thing. It means simply this, that you are asking God to forgive yours like you forgive others. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When I cross the line with you, God, handle me the way I handle people when they cross the line with me. You feel what I'm saying to you. See, you understand that? That's the breakdown of it. Best way I can give it to you. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive me, God, for stepping over the line like I forgive those that step over the line on me. That's the hard part, man. That's the part, man, I've really been working on. I've been really trying to get that together. And so I've learned forgiveness a lot better over the past five years than I have before. And it's paid off. I I can't tell you how it's paid off. Because now God's mercy and grace is all over me. Because I've learned to become more graceful. Now, I ain't graceful like him. I ain't merciful like him. But I've learned to become more, more graceful, more merciful. Because, man, I can't live my life like that. I just got sick of me, man. You mad at me, now I'm mad at you. You hating on me, now I'm going to hate on you. I ain't got time for that, man. I've got you. Look here, you got somewhere to go. Hate take up time. It's time consuming and hating. Trying to seek revenge. It's time consuming. It take up way too much of your time to seek revenge when vengeance ain't really yours. That's another one. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It ain't yours. So now when you go to seek it, to take it out, guess what you're doing? You're doing something now, man. Now you're off into an area that you got no business being in. And instead of steady climbing your ladder like you're supposed to, you didn't take out time for vengeance. To hate. I'm a hater. I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to blog about so-and-so. When you're blogging about somebody, and most of these people you don't even know, when you're blogging about somebody, what you doing? What you hating? It takes time to hate, man. I just decided, man, I got to take all my time. And instead of have doing time and being active, I got to be proactive. See, some people get that confused, being active and being proactive. Pro is positive. Pro means to move forward. You know, if, if you put pro in front of most words, it's a positive influence. You know, there's the pros and the cons. The pros is the good side. The cons is what can go wrong, the bad side. You know, if you're active, that's one thing. But if you're proactive, you're going forward in a positive direction. When you become a pro, that means you're the best of the best at whatever it is you've chosen to be. I'm a pro. So somehow, and I'm no uh, English teacher or grammatical guy, but the word pro a lot of times, when you put it in front of something, means positiveness. So now, 
a lot of people think that if you just active, something ought to happen. Well, I'm doing something. And that's what happens, man. We just find ourselves doing a lot of busy work that really ain't about nothing. It ain't going nowhere. It ain't got no direction or no purpose because we haven't tried to find out the direction or purpose. So you wake up and you and you and your wheels are spinning. You a hamster on a treadmill. You're running real fast, but you're just going in the same spot. You understand? That's because you're just out here being active instead of proactive. Why don't you get God in your life? Why don't you turn and face your creator and find out how to become more proactive so you can do things to move yourself forward, how you can get your life off the ground and get off the treadmill and really get it rolling in the direction that it need to be going, man. I'm telling you, God can make that change for you if he see you making the change for him. See, the whole key, man, the whole key is you got to be willing to do something. You got to give God something to bless. Bless me, God, and then you go sit on your couch and you ain't trying. Okay, bless me, God, with what? What 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 he working with? He can't have the people hire you if you ain't put the app in. Come on, man. The blessing comes when you make a, a proactive step, when you try to do something on the positive side. Look, man, I'm going to quit messing around with all these people. I'm going to start going home. I'm going to leave these women alone out here. You got to say, all right, man, I ain't going over there tonight. I just ain't going to get Then God can work with you. God, help me stop seeing all these women. But you steady going over there, calling them, setting up stuff. Well, can't nobody help you? Because once you get over there, you already know. See, you, you got to get proactive. You got to do something yourself. You make one step, he'll make two. That's, that's the key, man. So come on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. It is the morning hour. It is a moment that we've uh, been waiting for all night, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was hoping I would be here when it arrived. I am here, grateful, motivated, favored, and relentless in my pursuit of happiness. Even mm. though the Constitution is not talking to us, <laughs> I am in pursuit of my inalienable right to that pursuit of happiness. Damn it, here I am. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. I like it, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. And Carla mm-hmm. Pharrell. Good morning. Happy Friday. Never mad. What's the legend up? that is Junior. What up, Uncle? What up, everybody? Morning. The old and nearly defeated and very bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> but a survival, J. Anthony Brown. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, Mr. Harvey? Ignorant. At a whole nother level, PhD in it. Mm. Nephew mm-hmm. Tony. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's Friday. <laughs> Woo! It's happening. It's Friday. F R I T Y. It's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. No, it's great. And and you don't like Fridays? Why, nephew? Because it's too close to Monday. 
Ooh, that Ugh. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yes, but sir. you sounded excited about yeah. Friday. Yeah. I get excited till Saturday come call. You know what I'm saying? This logic right here, man. Right up on Monday Ooh, again. God, dog. So let me ask you a question, Tommy. <laughs> sure. What, so what are you holding day your head? Are you happy with <laughs> What day am I happy with? What's your favorite day of the Thursday Friday is too close. Thursday. To I like Thursday. Why Thursday? Because we almost, it, like the weekend starts for me actually on Thursday. But and being Saturday, I, I start But no, ho, 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 ho. But if you don't like the next day, which is Friday, because it's too close to Monday, uh, that's why I'm trying to piece this together. Absolutely. Struggling over here. You holding your head like you got a headache. Yeah. Yeah. You got better stuff to do. You got two shows. This is your nephew. You ain't got to worry about this. This ain't nothing you got to think about. You know what you're Thursday is four days away from Monday. Working your brain. Thursday is four days away from Monday. Either either way you go towards it. Think about it. Monday is just bad. So Thursday (laughs) is four ways away either way you look at it. Well, and see, what you I don't think understand the reason is, why mm-hmm. you saying Thursday and Friday and using Monday because you can't say Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> the truth will set you free. Oh, I can say, yeah. I can say Wednesday anytime yeah, I want to say Wednesday. You can say what? That's cold. Man. I can say Wednesday anytime I want to say Wednesday. Oh, that's not it. All right, listen. Uh, all right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What was the best summer job you ever had? And uh, what job would you not do again, no matter how much it paid? Steve? What job would I not do again, no matter how much it paid? Mm-hmm. That foundry at Ford Motor Company. Oh, you... Mm. You wouldn't do that. Working no, I wouldn't line. do that, and I would not do. No, but the worst no, that well, you know, the foundry I didn't like it. Uh, the assembly line at Ford, man, I had some cool people I worked with. That mm-hmm. wasn't bad going to work. wasn't what I was meant to do. But uh, the Lincoln Electric is the worst job I've ever had. I hate it. What did you do there? What did you do there? Yeah. I wrap coil wire. You, it's a really it's tough. You know what dies are? Mm-hmm. Dies are these small round things that you pull wire through, mm-hmm. and every die gets smaller, so the wire goes through and compresses and shaves down. It gets thinner and thinner. Uh-huh. So let's say the wire starts like a microphone cord. Okay. And what you're trying to get it down to is uh, a cord wire that goes inside of inside a speaker wire. So really smaller little, than what it is. Yeah. Really, yeah. So you put it through the die, and it goes through this machine at a high speed. And every die it goes through, every six, eight feet, gets smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. And it wraps up into a big coil. And then you got to box it up and put it on the pallet. Now, to break even, you had to make 238 boxes a day. Wow. Oh, It'd be some days I finish, I got 80. <laughs> Not two thirty. Short, short. Ooh, you real no. short. Your dog. check is ugly. I mean, you know, but now you're gonna get a guarantee. Uh huh. But to get the bonus, you had to make extra. And at the end of the year, guys was getting fifty thousand dollar bonus. 
How much did you get? What you get? I ain't never getting a bonus. Oh, you didn't even get a bonus, period. Uh Uh-uh. Well, what what about it? Mm. I mean, how how could they do it? Why was you you so slow with yours? I hate (laughs) it. Thank you, Tommy. You just didn't like it. I hated it, it, man. I didn't like doing the mechanical work to keep the line running because you had to change the dyes all the time. Because oh. the inspector come by and tell you that your wire has a score in it, which means a little scratch. Mm-hmm. That means one of the dies is wore out, and you don't catch it. Then the, then the uh, inspector come by and X out all your boxes. And the box with the scores in it got to go. So you lose so 15, 15 uh, boxes when the inspector come. It was, I hate it. Wow. You're you're depressed telling us about it. I suck at that. (laughs) What, um, how old were you then? Oh, 23. Mm, So that was one of your first, like, full-time jobs. Right after Did you quit? Did you quit or they fired you? Yeah, I quit. (laughs) I made up a story. What did you say? Oh, and wow. what, what is my, happening? My, You're my, not doing it small anymore. Your small business loan came through. Oh, yeah, your small business loan. Yeah, I'm going to up the carpet cleaner company. I didn't have no loan. I just uh, wanted to walk out with dignity. Yeah. Good luck, hard yes. man. We're going to miss you, man. You a good dude, man. You was funny, man. You kept us live in here, man. Yeah, well, oh, that wire had been whooping your behind. Hey, man, please. <laughs> man, I'm please. telling you, he sounds so sad. Telling that us. That wire was, was whooping his behind. Tommy, oh. I was dying, man. And I worked midnight shift from midnight yeah. to 8 in the morning. I would wow. be so sleepy oh, I, coming I, home, I'd drive by my exit. Wow. That's yeah. how sleepy I would be. Yeah. I would. I missed my exit at least five times. Come okay, so let's switch it and ask you what was the best summer job you had because that depressed us all. <laughs> Just the oh, way I got a sounded. job at a swimming pool as a lifeguard and can't swim. <laughs> that was the best job. Yeah. You did what? Good job. I was in college. I got a job at the ah. swimming pool of watching girls. Has a lifeguard and couldn't swim. Ooh. I was sitting up on that chair just hoping when nobody get in trouble. Did anybody ever so, get in in a in a drastic in a situation? Yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. Thank God. Oh, you got lucky, man. How did you convince hey, them hey, that hey, you hey, could dog, I had all them life rafts and stuff up there. Throwing everything. I, I had so much stuff in the pool. I was throwing furniture in the pool. I had so much furniture in the pool one time. One dude got in trouble. And I threw so much stuff in the pool, he could walk out. <laughs> he done threw a styrofoam cooler out there. I had so much pool, I had so much furniture in there, he could walk out. So they didn't test you or anything to see if you could swim? They just hired you on the spot? That's crazy, dog. Well, what had happened was, my name was Steve Harvey. Yes, of course. Uh-huh. It was a white guy at the school named Steve Darby. Oh, okay. He didn't come to work, so I went. Oh. And I they walked by the there and he dude? said, Are you Steve, Steve Darby? And I went, Yeah. yeah <laughs> Just with no problem. <laughs> he said, Well, here you go. Hand me that little red thing. Uh-huh. He said, Where's your shorts? So I told him I have them tomorrow. I just bought my pants today. I rolled them up and sat up on this chair. Uh-huh. Not lifeguard. <laughs> well, Watching the like girls. Black like people killed me. The thing with the lady told him my name's Steve Harvey. Uh-huh. I got paid, man, about six weeks. What? Yep. So Steve Darby never came back? No. The white guy? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea what happened to this dude. He ain't showing. Sure. 
Wow. So Steve Harvey went on in there and got the lifeguard position. <laughs> Anybody had a drowned in that pool, they'd have been dead. Oh, well, God. God, I can't save nobody. Man. <laughs> and wasn't about to jump in that deep. And, and oh, you my God. You never get in trouble surely. in this five foot. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we what? know this just from when A. Margie tried to get in the water in Hawaii. You remember that? Oh, he almost had yes. a damn fit. Yes, he did. Yes, oh, he did. Man. And you did you ever learn to swim, Steve? Yeah, I know how to swim a little bit. You know, I know oh, how to swim. Right. I, he, I, he got, got a little I, bit in him. I, call, I, have, I have get back. Oh, okay, get back. Yeah. Okay. What, Whatever I fell back? off of, I could swim good enough. He got get out. That's what he got get out. <laughs> now that swim cross oh. there, that ain't going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so glad you found your purpose. I'm so glad you yeah. found your purpose. I had to hear really you some money, man. <laughs> That's funny. Wow, I, I know. I a lifeguard, <laughs> but getting paid. No, right, skinny listen. ass has some nice shorts. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news and headlines. But uh, right now it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. I have adult daycare. Yeah, that exists in case y'all didn't know. Adult daycare. Let's go, Kat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Miss Sharon, please. Yes, this is Sharon. Miss Sharon, uh, my name is Evan. I'm giving you a call from uh, adult daycare. Okay. What? Take care. My my name is Evan, and I I I got your number and all your information here on file. Um, it looks like you're going to be joining us starting on Monday, so we're excited to have you. And I was I wanted to just give you a call and kind of give you the lay of the land of what we have here and and how you, how much fun you're going to have being here most of the day uh, with us. So from my my understanding, you're going to be here probably the majority of this year. What are you talking? What are you talking about being there? Where? Being where? here at the the adult daycare. Adult daycare. Where? Where's that? What are you talking about? Okay, Evan. You, is that what you said your name is? Evan. My name. My name is Evan. Yes, ma'am. And and okay. your daughter is Diane. Diane. That's my daughter. You know my daughter. Yes. Yes, well, she's the one that has you signed up. You're going to be at the adult daycare, so I'm assuming she's going to be dropping you off every morning. And I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Evan. Evan, hang on a second, all right? First of all, I don't know who you are. You don't know who I am. I don't know how the f- you know who my daughter is. But this is, this is really uh, inappropriate and weird. And, like, you're trying to get what do you what do you want? Okay. You want money well, from me? Are you like a solicitor? No, 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 ma'am. No, 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 not at all, Miss Sharon. No, I'm, your daughter has signed you up to be yeah. here at the adult daycare during the day. So yeah. she's going to... There's no, I don't know what you're talking about. There's no way she would do that. Adult daycare? What do I need adult daycare for? For what? For well, what? evidently, are you home alone most of the time during the day? Who cares if I'm home alone? Who's a, why are you asking me that? You trying to break into my house? No. Well, I, I don't know no, who no. you are, man. I don't know who Ms. the hell you are. I okay. Have, okay. Should I call? Look, I'm hooked up to that uh, 911 stuff thing. Like, I could just do a panic call right now, and they'll trace this call, and they will come to you and arrest you because you're harassing me. No, right? no, you got no, that, no, no. Okay, Miss Sharon, I'm not harassing you. Your daughter, Diane, came in and yes, signed Diane. you up 
Yeah, she signed you up for, to go to this daycare Monday yeah. through Friday while she's at yeah. work. So she's going to be dropping you off, and then she'll pick you up in the evenings on her way home from work. I don't, know, I don't know where you got that from. I don't know who told you that. Yeah, you got my daughter's name, and this is really freaking me out, you know, a little bit over here, Ivan. Because I don't know why you know my name, you know my daughter's name. Uh, this is like... I, the only reason I, I know you all's name, Miss Sharon, is because she came in and gave all the information, and she has paid for you to come to the adult daycare on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Hey, Evan, you know what? You sound like a nice guy. You know what I mean? Like, you're smooth. You got a nice voice. You're, you're, you know, like you know what to say. I don't know who the hell you are, though. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, you know what I, I mean? Like, I'm not going to no daycare center. I'm not going to a daycare center. Okay, I'm not but... going to the daycare because I'm fine. Just get that through your head. There's nothing wrong with me. I stay home. I got a dog. I walk the dog. I go grocery shopping. My daughter comes over. Everything's fine. I don't need no daycare center. Okay. Well, you understand I, what I'm saying, is Evan? There, is, there, is there a reason why she would sign you up, ma'am? She must think she, no, she must be not. looking out for your, your the best, you know, your health. Let me ask I, I you something. Let me ask you. Are you single? Am I what? Are you single? Are you married? What, what does that have to do with anything? I, I'm not coming to no daycare center, all right, Evan? Like, if you want to come to my house and you what, want to what? see how I live, you can. I'm switching it up. Okay, I don't need to come to your home. I'm more concerned about making sure you're comfortable here at the adult daycare when you get here on Monday. Yeah, I'm not coming there. That's it. I'm not coming there because there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not coming out of my house. But I'll tell you okay. what, Evan. You, I don't know. Like, I, I like your voice. I just like your voice. You know what uh, I mean? Miss, wait a minute, Miss Shane. Hold on. Wait, um. Uh, how old are you? Uh, How old are you? I'm, I'm 50. 50? You ever been with an 89-year-old lady? Wow. Wow. I'm 89, and you sound really nice. That's oh, all. Like, uh, at first I was scared of you. At first I was, let me be honest. I was scared of you. And now I'm not. Like, I don't know why. I'm just not. You know what I mean? Like, you just sound nice. Yeah, um, I, I don't know who you uh, are, but okay. So, uh, well, this okay, is. Will you be there? Is, will you be at the daycare this, center, like you? Because I, I like to meet you. I, I'll, I'll be at the daycare when you arrive on Monday. But I mean, I'm not. Um, <sighs> Miss Sharon, I, I won't be able to. I'm, oh, I, mean, yeah. I like that, Miss Sharon. That's nice. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so. Should I should I reach out to Diane about this? Yeah, whole issue? reach out to her. Reach out to her. Sure, reach out to her. Okay, but you're not gonna. Like a, yeah, go ahead. You're not gonna come in Monday. I might. I might. I might. I might. I don't know. If you're gonna be there. I just might. But, but Shannon, it's not about me. It's about you coming in, and you're gonna. This is where you're gonna be. Uh, Monday through Friday from yeah. ten. All right. Listen, you know, there's 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 yeah, there's other people yeah, your age here. There's there's a lot of ladies your age and a lot of ladies. men your oh, age I'm here. I'm not into ladies. I'm not into ladies. I'm not into ladies. I'm not I didn't. I, I'm not trying. Yeah. Not into it. I'm into. I'm into you. Okay. Um. Yeah. I think it's a situation like your 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 daughter doesn't want you to be by yourself. Listen, yeah. Could you? Could I call you back? Can, Can you I call, call you me back? back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let oh. me call you back. Let me call oh. you back in a couple of minutes. I'm on the sh- 
and I got pulled my off of the thing. This is the first this has ever happened to me. Okay, uh, Miss Sharon, can I tell you who I am? I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your daughter, Diane, got me to prank call you, but I promise you, you're different. You're different. (laughs) I promise you I'm different. I promise you I'm different. You're related to Steve Harvey, like the guy on TV? That's my uncle. Get out of here. He is gorgeous. Evan, call me back, all right? Call me back. All right. Okay. I love you. Oh my God. She turned it on your ass. What? She did. Oh my hey, goodness. Hey, At first, I was scared of you, but hey, now, now. Uh, I like she's trying to holler. What? Miss Sharon, what's up? Are you trying to holler at me, Mrs. Sharon? Oh my God. Asa, let me tell you who I am. She said, Evan. Evan, right. You told me already. And if you go My over new there, boo, you're not Evan. leaving. If you go over there, Tommy, you're not leaving, okay? You're not going to leave. Ever. No. Ever. No, ever. You're never going to leave, right? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never been. You ran out of stuff to I, say. You yeah. like, ugh. I, hey, I was stumped. First time I ever been stumped. That right yeah. there. All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's a question for you, or or a statement even. Women are nicer than men? Question mark. That, that depends, don't it? Well, we know that, for the most part. You know, I women, so. women women are nicer. Are nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and researchers at the University of Zurich have made an amazing discovery. They say that women are kinder and more generous than men, and uh, yeah. and it's biologically so. They say Hell naturally, yeah. it's like that. Yeah. Hell yeah, I mm-hmm. agree with that a yeah. thousand percent. Mm-hmm. They ain't had to do no study for that. It could just came and asked. Uh-huh. Uh, the researchers found that men and women's brains react differently to selfless and selfish behavior. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You Did you want to say something here, Steve? No, they, they right. Uh-huh. Surely. Mm-hmm. Ask Carla a question. She going to answer it as a woman, and I answer it as a man. Just ask anything. Uh, let's see, what's the temperature going to be today? Because I wanted to know what I should um, put on. Is it going to be a little chi- more chilly than yesterday? Um, let me look that up for you, Shirley, because I got that weather app. Oh, and then I'll you. see what the temperature is going to be. Thank you, What Carla. the high is going to be in L.A. Do you have that app? Thank you. you. No, I, well, I do have it, but I left my phone. Okay, so well, I'll look it up it. for you. Thank you. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, Steve, um, uh-huh. what's the weather going to be like today? Do I need to carry a sweater or something? Hot. Throw something in the bag for later. <laughs> it's the tone. It's, it's the, the tone. It's and, the and I the don't care attitude. Care yeah, at it's all. the tone but and sure, the I don't you, care attitude. You know what stopped me? What? The fact that you said you left your phone. I was that. And that's where I stopped. <laughs> we stopped right here. You need to get your damn phone. What? Uh-uh. See, Tommy, Tommy, Shirley can leave her phone at home. Yeah, uh, we can. It can ring. He can pick it up. Uh-huh. All that. Uh, yeah. You, on the other hand, will catch a flight back. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right, Tom. Talk about it, I was boy. wondering why you were so you quiet. You were so flight back. vocal on the first question. <laughs> <laughs> I stunned you with that one, huh? <laughs> so women, well, we, we, we are nice. Wait, man, let me tell you something. Yeah. I left my phone women at home one time. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was married before. Mm-hmm. 
I left my phone at home one time. Mm-hmm. And I got all the way downtown and realized I didn't have it. So I headed back. My ex calls, my boy that I'm with and goes, tell him I got his phone. And if he wants to see this phone intact, I need his code right now. Mm -mm. No, you ain't getting his code. I can't give you the code. What did you do? (laughs) Why not? I went back home. And it was no longer intact. <laughs> That's fine. That's so fine. I, I swept it up, put it in a uh, sandwich bag, uh-huh. drove back downtown. They didn't know the game. I did. I reached in there, got that SIM card out. Yeah. <laughs> Went on, got me a brand new phone. <laughs> but rolling. you need that SIM card out You need that SIM card, though, dog. Slid that SIM card in there, man, back in the day. And it was brand new. All the information was on it. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> so, uh, Steve, it's time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, thanks, Steve. Thanks, Shirley. All of you guys. This is Antrip with the news. President Biden is issuing an executive order aimed at curbing greenhouse gas emissions and pollution. The president wants to see 50 percent of American cars and trucks run on electricity, not gas. And pretty soon, by the year 2030, and Mr. Biden says the U.S. is already behind. Right now, China is leading the race. It's one of the largest and fastest growing electric vehicle markets in the world. And a key part of the electric vehicle, to state the obvious, is the battery. Right now, 80% of the manufacturing capacity for these batteries is done in China. Thousands of Americans are mourning the sudden heart attack death yesterday of legendary labor leader Richard Trumka. Richard Trumka has been president of the largest federation of unions in the United States, the 12.5 million member AFL-CIO since 2009. And Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says Trumka was much loved and respected for his decency and dedication. He had in his veins, in every atom of his body, the heart, the thoughts, the needs of the working people of America. He was them. Rich Trumka was the working people of America. As an example, in uh, 2008, when Barack Obama was running for president, Trumpka heard that there were union members who just couldn't bring themselves to vote for a black man. So he went out to the union halls himself. Our kids are moving away because there's no future here. And here's a man, Barack Obama, who's going to fight for people like us. And you want to tell me that you won't vote for him because of the color of his skin? Are you out of your ever-loving mind? Trumpka was not a supporter of Donald Trump ever, but he joined his so-called manufacturing jobs initiative to see if it would work. Trumpka quit with several other labor leaders not long after when he said the panel wasn't really set up to help the working man. In fact, he stated that there were only two types of people in the Trump administration, rich people and racists. Dr. Anthony Fauci is issuing another COVID warning, stating on Good Morning America that if more people don't get vaccinated and soon, we could still be dealing with still a second coronavirus variant. Amazon says it's delaying the return of its corporate staff to the office next year. Amazon, just the latest member of a growing list of companies pushing back on their original office return dates. And yes, it's because of the COVID variant. And finally, actress Angela Bassett has received a pretty hefty pay raise for her fifth season on the Fox TV show 9-11. She's going to be making just shy of a half a million bucks per episode, which makes the Harlem native the highest salaried actress of color ever on a TV drama series. Can you spell ka-ching? Woo, money, money, money. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, it's time for something funny, of course, and uh, we're going to yeah. go. Junior, you're up first yeah. with Truth Be Told. <laughs> truth <laughs> phone Be call. Told. Truth Be Told, I can't help you. But let me take a phone call I got this weekend. And I, you know, I love I love Pete. Pete uh-huh. from the old neighborhood uh-huh. called me. Been going to the doctor, got some bad news. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I'm not the person to call when, when you get some bad news. When you give me bad news, <laughs> I get you right off of me and right back on to you. <laughs> That's what I do when I get bad news. So... Oh, Tommy Pete called me, man. He's like, man, dog got a bad heart. <laughs> he said, doctor say I'm going to have to have a heart transplant. Right then, I said, hey, Pete, <laughs> breathe slow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Hey, hey, you got the information for the bad heart. We can't upset you no kind of way. Your heart not good right now. So you need to take your time. Make this last as long as you can. Just breathe slow. You got a bad heart? He got bad. I got big lips. That's yeah. where we at. Yeah. yeah. Look at his. Here's, here's another equal. step. They ain't got to be equal. He just talking about what he got. Let me tell you what I got. Let me take it a step what first. He, I gave him some good advice. Though. Huh? Right. Is he dying? Having big lips I, can, cannot me. kill you eventually. We didn't make it Damn that far. <laughs> Whether Damn he died or not, we didn't make it that far. <laughs> but I understand bad heart and heart transplant because I think you won't mind. You get your mind off of this heart right here. So I just want to let you know. As a matter of fact, Pete, you don't find nothing else funny because if you get revved up, you taking time off that heart. As a matter of fact, the next relationship you get into got to work because you can't afford no heartache. You can't, you can't have none of that. Matter of fact, Pete, when you go to sleep, mm-hmm. sleep light because a deep sleep might be too much work on that, that mud heart. It. Just want you to understand. Truth be told, I understand where you're coming from. I just ain't the one to help. That's you all. got a bad heart. No, you got a bad heart. <laughs> no, you got a bad heart. It ain't my fault. No, not at all. I, I can't help wow. you. Yeah. You got on and off the line with it. No, is it? <laughs> no, I'm sorry to hear not that. Uh, not, not Pete. Have you seen a doctor? Have you? If you knew what Pete did, that's going to raise his heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even read your bills. <laughs> you, you can't get revved up no kind of his way, heart rate going to go up. Are you on any like medication? That. None of that came to mm-hmm. mind. Huh? No, surely uh, is. You can't have this one. That's all I've thought about. If you knew what Pete did to get the bad heart. That's why he was calling you in the first place. That's what I thought. He's looking for a heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> like the Tin Man. <laughs> huh? Oh, Pete been doing a lot of bad things for a very uh, long time. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Now, now he's talking about dog, man. He's talking about I need a new heart. Hey, Pete, breathe slow. <laughs> Just breathe slow. Hey, wow. Pete, I can't help you. <laughs> no, you ain't getting it over here. All right, Junior, your life. Yeah. <laughs> Truth be told. All right, uh, coming up next, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Comedy Roulette. Jay, take it away. All right, here we go. Comedy Roulette, you take four subjects, three subjects, don't matter. Put them on a wheel, spin the wheel where the wheel stop, and it stops. We'll make it funny because that's what we do. There you go, Shirley. <laughs> Oh, I thought yeah. she was dropping that. Yeah. He's cut it short. He didn't cut it well, short. Since he got sick, he more respectful of him. <laughs> yeah. He got everybody. We just, yeah, I'll wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, he didn't cut I'm out all that jokey joke. I thought it was his equipment. Yeah. I just wait on that. He's a comedian. Jay's a comedian. None of that. <laughs> None of that. I just all that out. That's right, all that out. That's right, Jay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number one, excuses black people make not to get in a swimming pool. 
<laughs> Number two, things you say to 50-year-old men who still wear cornrows. <laughs> Let's do that. Excuses you make to not let the Jehovah Witness in the house. Oh. And number four, <laughs> things people say when they don't want to leave the waitress or the waiter a tip. All right, so let's spin right. it. Yeah. Oh. That's <laughs> 50 year with cornrows. Let's go, baby. 50 year old with cornrows. Please. please. That's let's not go. you. All right, it landed on high excuses <laughs> black people make to not get in the swimming All right. pool. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start it off because this is for real. Once swimming I get pool, in the water. Once I get in the water, I get real damn ashy. I can't get in that damn water. I just can't. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. That's it. But I tell you what, what. I don't know about black people, but these excuses I use uh-huh. not get in the pool. I got sick of cell. I could die. <laughs> <laughs> That's like hey, major, hey, Junior. Hey, I can't yeah. get in there. I swear I could die. <laughs> mm, mm, okay, okay, okay. You know what? I wanted to swim today, uh-huh. but they don't make the pins in swimming trunks. That's the only reason <laughs> why I ain't in there. They just, you know, yeah. them the pins. They you got to have them. Yeah, I got to have that, dog. I can't get in there without I will that. never go swimming with you, ever. Excuses <laughs> black people don't. Black people use not to get in the swimming uh-huh, pool. That's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like to swim all the way down and back. It's too many people in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. We don't like overcrowded swimming pool. Yeah, I just like to go down and back. I you got know, one. it's too many. I got one. Excuses black people make so they don't have to get in the water. It's a whole lot of people in that water, and somebody, I don't know who it is, but I'm just guessing, somebody done broke wind, and I ain't getting in there. Oh, <laughs> it ain't happening. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. Hey. Excuses black people make for not to swim. Where y'all keep the floaties? <laughs> I, I don't see no floaties. I can't get in there without floaties. Mm. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Excuses black people make not to get in a swimming pool. You know what? Dog, I was going to get in. Uh-huh. I was. But my eczema uh-huh. done flat up. Ooh. And, you know, if I get in there, everybody going to get eczema if I get in there. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't want everybody to get yeah. eczema because yeah. I got it bad, dog. Yeah, this, this eczema here different. This different. This <laughs> excuses black people use to not get in the swimming pool. Mm. I, I'd go in with y'all, but black people are allergic to chlorine. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, don't care for that. Uh-uh. All right. Excuses black people make so they don't have to get in the pool. See, if I get in the water, my fake jewelry will turn color. See, Ooh. I don't need to get yeah. in that water, Ooh. so I can't oh, get in there. That work. Uh-uh. That work. There you go. I True like that. that. There you go. I like True that. that. True that. This, this wow. angry black people, why they don't get in the pool. We uh, like the boat ride over here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, close All it right, out. Close it out. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, excuses black people uh, use not to get in the swimming pool. Well, I would get in there today, but I like more of a racial mix in the water when I'm in there. <laughs> I like more of a racial mix in the water. I like more, like, yeah, 50 50, half white, half black. That's what then I'll get in. All right, coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. But up next, Nephew Tommy, right here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Weed in the church van. Weed in the church van. Say it one more time. Weed (laughs) in the church van is what I got. That's it. Let's run it. Weed in the church van. Come on. Hello? Uh, I'm trying to reach Dan. Brother, brother Dan, Dan. Hold on, hold on. Let me cut my TV down. Now, who you, I'm who trying you to reach uh, Brother Dan. Brother Dan. Oh, oh this is uh, Okay. Yeah, this is Brother Scott from the church, from uh, Bethel Baptist. Oh, uh, hello, brother. Dan, I call you. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get a little information about the church van. What's, what's your schedule? Uh, uh, You drive the church van. What's, what's your schedule? Uh, I drive it Wednesday, uh, Fridays, and Sunday. Okay, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Now, Sunday, what what is that schedule? Oh, well, Sunday, I, I usually start about 8 o'clock in the morning, probably a little earlier, depending on some of the elderly people that I have to go pick up and uh, bring to the church, make sure they get there okay and get situated and make sure they're on time for the service and whatnot. <laughs> Okay, and then you take them back home after yes. service is over? Yes, I, I try to get all of them back home unless they got family members or something that come up there and meet them up there and want to take them to dinner or something afterwards. But I usually okay. get everybody back home. Okay, okay. Now, this past Sunday, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why I'm calling you, uh, they saying that um, some of the church uh, members that was on the band this Sunday, mm-hmm. uh they are, are complaining, saying that um, that the church van was smelling like weed when they got on there. Excuse me? They say the church van was smelling like weed when they got on there, and you are the person that was oh. driving them. Oh, no, 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 not, not, not the van that, that I'm driving. I don't, no, I don't, I ain't smoke weed in no van. Uh, do you smoke weed? No, I don't smoke weed. I mean, not currently. I mean, I have before, but I don't smoke weed now. And I wouldn't smoke weed before picking some people up to go to no no church now. Where where are you getting this from? Who told you this? Well, all I know is what's come down the pipeline is they saying that that, uh, a couple of the members came complaining. See, see, now, see, this this just happened last week about this pipeline. I want to know who the pipeline is because just last week they came at me talking about that I, I I was using the van to go places that I wanted to go to on my personal time. Now, I don't do that. I don't do stuff like that. Now, I done had a past. I done had a history, but I don't do stuff like that, and I wouldn't smoke in no church van. So are you seriously talk, talking? This what, 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 what we're trying to we're trying to get to the bottom of it and see what's going on with you. Well, which um, elderly person said it? Do you know which one? I they, don't know. They love me every Sunday. Them people tell me they love me. Uh, uh, they say I'm one of the most respectful young gentlemen they've ever met in their life. And so I, I really find it hard to believe that you 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 getting these type of complaints about me. Okay, what well, that one one of them says smell like ooh we. I don't know what that means or nothing like that. Look, brother, I don't know you too well, and I know you don't know me, but I've been driving this van as a point to try to change my life and where I come from. So this was something that I wanted to 
volunteer, even though I'm getting paid to give my time to do this for the church. And now this is like the second instance where y'all done came at me on some stuff about like I'm trying to do something with this van. Now, why would I disrespect the church van by smoking weed in it and then letting the weed stay in there so other people could smell it? Okay, so let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go out here to the church van today. We're going to go out here today and open it up. Now, if we see any seeds or anything around the, the, the driver's seat, then 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 we're going we're gonna to definitely uh, have we'll a finger pointing. We're going to open the van up. Man, I was raised in that church. Man, my mama go to that church. My grandma, she go to that church. She the reason we even all at that church. And you think I'm going to mess up their name by driving around in a van full of elderly people smoking some weed? Then why do, then why do it smell like weed, brother Dad? I don't know why the van smell like weed, man. Now, I don't, I don't got the answers to these questions. I'm just trying to tell you that it wasn't me. Did you have some weed in your pocket and maybe it would just smell it? I ain't had no weed on me. Stop trying to say like I had weed on me. And you ain't going to give me nothing. I ain't had no and we ain't had no weed on me, okay? Now, you ain't going to mess up my name or my family's name in this church and disrespect us like this. Now, we've been helping this church for years, and I'm trying to tell you that I ain't riding around in no van smoking no weed with no elderly people. Did you ask any of the elderly people if they had any weed on them? Uh, 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 no. We didn't, no. No, I didn't think about no elderly people having no weed. So you just assume it's me. What one of them got glaucoma or something? What, 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 you know what? You know who I think, you know who I think the weed belong to? Who? Who? I think, I think the weed belong to Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what the <laughs> What the <laughs> Man. <laughs> Damn, you just got pranked. Oh, my God. You just got pranked. What is his name? His name is Brother, uh. It's and just for your uh, it's weed. <laughs> I said oh. weed. Tell him weed. what I said, Jay. He said weed. It's weed. He's absolutely right. Weed. <laughs> yeah, Team Tommy. You better right. represent. Don't deviate you know, at all. I'm gonna change team. No, ain't gonna happen. No, they ain't, they ain't got nothing to do with him being Team Tommy. That's due to heavy usage. He said, <laughs> oh, 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 that's, that's what he said. Steve, you know your friend. <laughs> I ain't, ain't got a damn thing to do with being Team Tommy. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, me. Sir, oh, after okay. this long weekend, okay. that's how he says it. Oh, <laughs> show right here, man. You oh. brought him over here. <laughs> yep. I brought him over here, and, and for a week, he didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> he still thought he was on the other floor. <laughs> he still thought it. 
Jay, I hate you too. <laughs> oh, Jay. All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up next, it's the Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here today, okay? Buggle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, Neff. Subject, my husband is never satisfied. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have been married for almost three years now. My husband and I are intimate at least four days every week. I like to keep things hot and spicy. Nothing is ever the same in the bed or wherever we choose to do it. I do all that I can to please him, and I make sure I am pleased as well. Our sex is always amazing, but he has confessed to being unfaithful during our entire marriage. He told me that he has been sleeping with women in our home, on our couch, in restaurants, and even in cars. Not to mention, one of the women he slept with was the only friend that I had. Well, at least I thought she was. He just can't get enough sex. I'm so lost and confused because he says that it is not me. He says he just can't help it. I can't seem to satisfy him. What should I do? Please help. Yeah, all that stuff you were doing in the bedroom, you just really thought you were putting it down and blah, 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 blah. No, he was cheating on you left and right with your friends in your house. That's the most disrespectful part. It's more than him not being satisfied. I don't want you to miss the big picture. This man is a cheater. He's a liar. Are you sure you still want to be married to this guy? He can't help but get him some help and see how that goes. Don't they have places for people that are sexual addicts to go? This man, I don't know if he's ever going to stop cheating on you. Three years you guys have been married. Married. It's not like the seven-year itch or anything like that. You're practically newlyweds, and, uh, you know, he has no respect for you, the marriage, your home, any of that. I think you need to assess who you're married to. It doesn't sound like you really know this man at all. You may be looking at divorce court here. Steve? Damn. At first, I didn't. I thought it was just, you know, about too much. The title said, my husband is never satisfied. And the way she started the letter, yeah. my husband and I are intimate at least four days every week. That's a lot of sex. Then she said, I like to keep things hot and spicy. Nothing is ever the same in bed or wherever we choose to do it. I, that's creative. Four times a week. Y'all ain't doubling back on nothing the same. What the hell y'all got going on? I was first. I was gonna say, well, if it's too much, then dull it down. Uh-huh. Do the same thing four days in a row. Try to come across as boring. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing all these activities. You yeah. got trampoline and stuff. Y'all coming down the steps <laughs> on each other. Okay, lay your head down these steps, <laughs> and then he on top of you. And now y'all just come down the steps. You head first, wow. but he on top of you. But every time you hit a step, that's another hump. You see right there? That's too much. What's that sound? That's y'all coming down the step and screw it at the same time. What? This is right here. So you coming down the step. Boom. Oh, that was good for you? Yeah, that was good for me. Now, the, now tomorrow, y'all much. in here in our laundry room and cut the washing machine yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. The then tomorrow, we're going to do it while I'm on the toilet. <laughs> while I'm on the, you got to get creative, folks. Y'all shut up. 
They are doing this four days a week, every week, and nothing is ever the same. This is happening at this house. They outside on the clothesline and climbed in the drawers. They're all up in the treehouse. The baby treehouse got got fluid on it now. Whoa. I'm just trying to explain it to you. Now, I do all I can to please him. I make sure I'm pleased as well. Our sex is always amazing. After all this, right. this woman says, but he has confessed to being unfaithful during our entire marriage. He told me he's been sleeping with women in our home, on our couch, in restaurant, and even in cars. What? Well, wait a minute, excuse me. Well, didn't y'all just, you was just talking about this amazing sex life y'all have. It ain't ever the same. Then just one day, his dumb ass come in the house and confesses that he's been unfaithful during our entire marriage. He told me he been sleeping with women in our home, on our couch, restaurants, even in cars. Why are you in here running your damn mouth? <laughs> Ain't you busy you. enough? You have things to do. Wow. <laughs> you got new rooms to explore. <laughs> You're mad at it. You got about eight, nine women. And what you in here talking for? You don't have time to talk. Confessing is not what you do. <laughs> you got to get creative, boy. Listen to me. Wow. Wow. Uh-oh. Have you been on the shelf out there in the garage? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been under? Have you done it under a car? You got to start thinking of stuff. Under a car? Yeah. In a hat with Have a rat. Have you done it in the hedges? In the house with Just a mouse? Just in the hedges. <laughs> Just in some hedges. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get rid of that couch, though. I tell you, that, that couch is had it. I'm wow. just trying to figure out what the hell made him go in the house and confess. Maybe he what, Shirley? There's nothing you can say. It's every man listening is waiting to hear this. Maybe he what, Shirley? Maybe he's tired. Maybe he's finally tired. Damn it, rest. Maybe he's tired of cheating. Rest. Mm-hmm. Well, stop cheating. What That's is you not- sitting in the confession booth with the priest move for? <laughs> Your wife ain't even a priest. <laughs> well, the only way, you're the only, only person you're supposed to go in here, and I'm not Catholic, and this is not knocking the Catholic right. faith at all because I love all religion. But the only person you're supposed to go tell it to like that is a priest in the box. Yeah. Now, okay. unless your wife got a collar on in the box, <laughs> yeah. why are we talking? Yeah. So. So what, Shirley? So back in the day, not now, we'll, we'll have to bring this back. You've never felt like just getting it all off your chest, just confessing, just... Had for what? You've never felt that? Felt like it. <laughs> I had to, but I didn't feel like it. <laughs> That's why right, weekend we'll confessions back. is for, Shirley. We'll be back with, uh, with this, part two of this letter. My husband is never satisfied. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, we back. Now, Shirley. Yes, Steve. Let's go over this letter again. Okay. Been married for almost three years. <laughs> Hubs and I are intimate four days a week. Uh-huh. Keep things hot and sprite. They've been everywhere. Yeah. They've been all over the place. Just do all I can to please them. I make sure I'm pleased. Our sex is amazing. Then for some damn reason, this fool came in the house and confessed. <laughs> I mean, what? What? Unfaithful during our entire marriage. Three years. Told me that he'd been sleeping with women in our house, on our couch, restaurants, even cars. And with her best friend. Then she said, not to her mention, one of the women he slept with was the only friend that I had. Well, at least I thought she was. He just can't get enough sex. Mm. Well, we all feel that way. 
<laughs> All men feel like they can't get enough sex. But you can't have everything you want. That's right. You just can't. Mm-hmm. And everything you can have ain't good for you. That's right. You know, some fools never learn that. I know a dude right now can't get it through his ignorant ass head. What? That just because you can don't mean you should. Oh yeah, that's I mean, true. dog, you that's ain't true. got so you mm-hmm. just ain't gonna practice no restraint, Mm-mm. right? You just nail it. Right. You just out here just doing just to be doing. Mm. <laughs> just you, throw a rock. you don't know him, Tommy. Just be quiet. Just as long as Ooh. it ain't you. Thank you. He can't get enough sex. I'm so lost and confused because he says it's not me. He says he just can't help it. I can't yeah. seem to satisfy him. What should I do? Please help. Hell, get you some people. Uh-uh. <laughs> what? Hell, get you some people. Uh-uh, Steve. Does he like yeah. it that much? <laughs> crowd it up. Get the house crowded. You're not <laughs> obligated to stay with this. Uh, you ain't got to stay cheater. with him, but what the hell you want? I don't need, I don't like that much in my house. Yeah, I don't want too that. Much. Too much. This That's is too, too much. much. This is too much, this letter. Yeah, I think. But I don't know what, I mean, why are you with him? Exactly. How do you recover from a man telling you and he didn't have women in your bed, yeah. on your couch, in your car. And he slept with your friend. Why are you still talking to him? Mm-hmm. So since he can't get enough, you ain't going to ever be able to trust him. Nope. Nope. Only thing I think, this is headed for divorce and he just going to be your man. Because he got plenty. He bring it. But he going <laughs> to run out. Though. He going to run out. Mm-hmm. A she man only be. has X number of shots. And then he out. That's that's a law. A man has X amount of shots. And then it starts dissipating. Oh, really? He in trouble. Yeah, you only got X amount. And then that's it. He should probably use it. After that, it's sawdust. Wow. (laughs) She said she can't seem to satisfy him. (laughs) She can't. Mm -hmm. He in there pumping everything. And she thought she was. That's the thing. Because she says she likes to keep things hot and spicy. Nothing is ever the same in the bed or wherever we choose to do it. I do all that I can to please him. Uh, She all up on top of the garage with him. (laughs) In the oven? (laughs) She in the oven? They on the oven dough. (laughs) They done been on the oven dough. You can believe that. Every every part of the kitchen kitchen table. The oven doors. It's not that strong. Can it handle all that? No, they, it don't. They, she, they broke the oven dough. They, they tried to brawl the dough, too. <laughs> yeah, they've involved a lot of stuff right there. Damn. You damn near can't eat on nothing in their house. So they don't tell where that spatula been. You see them in there. They can't do nothing. They can't bring a spoon in there with you. Mm-mm. I saw y'all. <laughs> I saw y'all. Here's a place I, I bet they haven't been. What? The garbage disposal. Hell yeah, them been in the garbage disposal. They the accidentally hit it on. Your ass didn't hit that button before. Her ass didn't hit that button on that garbage disposal. So scared everybody because they thought the grinder was going to get one yes. of them parts. Yes. Yeah, oh, he jumped up when he heard that garbage disposal. Yes, oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> 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 Sweet as soon as you hear that, you're going to get up. You're going to stop. Wow. All that loving is over with. Ask me another place. I'll tell you how they did. Well, okay, like on the patio or something. I ain't been in the patio. And the toe tiles up on the patio. <laughs> yeah, the pile of tiles ain't here. They've been all on the sun deck. What about They the- done tow all the Thompson water seal off the sun deck. <laughs> I know one place they could not have done. Where? Fireplace. 
There's no way. All up oh, in it. In, <laughs> in the fire, bro? All up in it. They had her foot been over in there. How'd she get in there? The, your, her foot has been in the fireplace. Got a little anchor. That's what them cuts on the anchor for on that fire grate. They holding logs. That's what she got them anchor cuts on there. Warm it up. Yeah, great. they ain't been in the fireplace. They ain't been up on the roof too. On the roof. They act like they was going up there to fix the satellite dish. <laughs> she been over and started screwing that screw in there. I be damn here he came. Ran right up on her, fixing that satellite dish up there. In the garbage can, that's one, because people don't like garbage. Oh, so. yeah, been all no. up in that garbage can outside. She went out there and was lifting that bag up and threw it in that next thing. You know, she was right in behind it. <laughs> Head first, hanging down in there. Pack it down in that good, baby. Uh, yeah, they ain't done it in there too, sure. Well, I wouldn't think so. I, I just really would Okay, well, we... We got to go. We'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You ready for Roscoe? I go get him. Okay, let's go. (laughs) He's going to turn around in the chair. That's exactly what he did. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, baby? (laughs) Roscoe. Turn around and shit just like you said. <laughs> <laughs> there I was, here I go. <laughs> I'm back, baby. What's up, Julia? What's up, Roscoe, my hero? Hey, nothing, baby. What's going on, Tommy Town? What's going on, man? Oh, my dog, my dog, my dog. What's going on, Julia? Hey, Roscoe. Oh, I like that. I like that blonde hair right there. Thank you. you just know. something different. I like that blonde hair, you know. Thank you. I ain't never had a white girl. <laughs> I'm not white, Roscoe. Yeah, but you got that blonde up in there, boy. That be so miserable. A lot of black women have blonde hair. I'm going to go try it before I get out of here. <laughs> we were talking about bucket talking about a bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Carla? Oh, Lord. What's up, Roscoe? What's happening? Me, baby. <laughs> Me. What's Me. going on with y'all? What's happening? Let me put my glass on. You know, the law around yeah, here. You got to wear a and look cool. <laughs> it's law around yeah, here. It's a law. <laughs> <laughs> Parliament for the delegate. How you know I wrote that? You wrote what? Oh, yeah, man. you know, it's a law around here. You got to wear a and glass and be cool. I wrote people? that. You wrote yeah, I wrote people? that. I wrote that for George Clinton. Really? Oh, oh man. man. I didn't even, I know you know a lot of people, but I did not expect you to say George Clinton. Girl, he didn't write no Hell people. yeah, I know that. Girl, good, good. Here we Boy. go. Here we go. Little hater. Look, Everybody, hey. You back already. Okay. I wrote it. When did you write it? Tell us what happened. I actually wrote P Funk back in 1929. 29? Yeah. Funk wasn't even a word back then. Funk wasn't a word. You ain't know. <laughs> Nobody even <laughs> mentioned the word funk. Nobody mentioned the word funk, but it was on P Funk. Oh, oh, it's a different. On Cut Funk. <laughs> Double. <laughs> Come you know on, Rocco. <laughs> Nineteen twenty-nine. Who is that? I, you know, it was the Depression. Say it. Uh-huh. It was Depression, and what it was was we stand in line every day with soup kitchen. You know, trying mm. to get something to eat. Okay. And we stand in line at soup kitchen, and sometimes the line was just long. Mm-hmm. And you know, we all men out here. You know, so every now and then, you know, just pee up against the wall, and we pee on the wall. Well, you go by there every day in that hot ass sun, yeah. And with that pee on the wall. And somebody said, man, this show's stinking here. And I said, well, let P-Phone. <laughs> <laughs> that make a lot of so sense. That- and they said, well, why it's so strong? I said, it's uncut. <laughs> wow, right. It's uncut. And they said, the show is strong. I said, like a bone. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and I kept that in my heart. And when I met George Clinton, 
Because I was like, oh, okay, wait. You but, know, and, 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 and I just gave it to him. But what year was that when you met George Clinton? Because you wrote the song in 1929. Yeah, I met George Clinton in 72. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, um, I got to ask you guys, because we've all done this. What was your most embarrassing text that you've ever sent to someone by accident? We've oh. all done this. Uh, you know, there's nothing ri- worse than you- you're writing a private text to someone, personal text, and sending it to the wrong person. That is why yeah. I do not do group texts. Yeah. <laughs> so have you, you don't, Shirley. You would yeah. not respond on a group uh, text yeah. at all. Because I'll forget to turn it off. And Shirley's response comes back single. It is nobody else on it. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I know so how to scared. group text, but mm-mm. nope, nope, nope. So, so Junior, have you ever accidentally? Oh, yeah. You need to understand last names. <laughs> if the two people got the same last name, pick the right one. Because yes, yes. I sent a text to my sister and said, my mama get on my damn nerves. <laughs> Send it right to my mama. <laughs> oh, I get on your damn nerves. That's what I do. Yes. That's what I do. I, I should have known that. It was really, really a rough week. Uh-huh. That week. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah, Junior. yeah. yeah. Talisha Spates and Alicia Spates is really close. Yeah, they are. Ooh, that's yeah. close. Yeah, that's yeah. close. That's close. Yeah, and I spent yeah. Talisha. I should have. I man, I, I was going for. Tommy, I know Ooh. you sent some naked pictures to somebody before you were married. I know you did. Shirley, God, how do I paint this? Okay. <laughs> Let me try to walk this thin line, though. Okay. Jackie was on her way home and said, find us something to eat. Uh-huh. You know, find, you know, can, let's see if we got something in there to cook to eat. You know, this one, this uh-huh. one, you just got your phone that take pictures and all that. So, you know, uh-huh. you're just trying stuff. Uh-huh. I put myself in a hot dog bun with relish and mustard and took the picture. And call myself sending it saying, wait till you get home and get this foot long. And I hit sin and did not know. <laughs> Man, I hit the wrong damn jacket. And it oh. went. Oh. Wow. That was, wow. you that was not the wrong jacket. No, you heard what he said, Steve. Yeah. Uncle Steve. the wrong jacket. Get your nephew. Good. Got to my nephew. <laughs> You can give us his response back. <laughs> He's still alive. That's good. <laughs> That's a good sign. So what did the wrong Jackie say? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got the wrong Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> and That's it was, awesome. you know, it was a friend of the family Jackie. I was like, when you get home, you're gonna get this foot long. You got the wrong Jackie. I said, God. <laughs> but where did you where did you find what where, where did you find them baby hot dog bugs? Shut up. <laughs> They got him in the store, Steve. I've seen hey, him Shirley, at weddings. Shirley, don't, pl- don't go along with him. No, no I've just... seen him at weddings, but I just didn't never know where to get him. <laughs> at weddings? You, know, you talking about the mini? The yeah, mini? you know, for Vienna yeah. sausage and stuff. <laughs> the worst text I ever sent, uh-huh. oh, about five, six years ago. And uh, we in this group text, me, Rashawn, uh, a couple other people and the executive producer of the show. So the last text had came from Rashawn. Mm-hmm. So my executive producer is talking to me and she's a woman and she's right in my face. 
and she just talking to me. And she was so close to my face, I picked my phone up and just text back to Rashawn, hey man, come get her out your N-words face. Mm-hmm. She too damn close, seeing. I'm thinking I'm just sending it right back to Rashawn. It's in the uh-huh. group text. He got it too? She two inches from my face. Her <laughs> phone dings. She looks at it and says, oh, really? Rashawn is running from the back of the bus trying to stop her from looking at the text. I don't know what the hell happened. It's too late. Dog, I sent that text to about her. It was right. She was right there. I heard wow. her phone go ding. I went, damn, she getting a text, too. Mm-mm. All right. <laughs> Coming up more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Carla, guys, here's a story from Eat This, Not That, Until We Find That Fountain of Youth. The best way to care for our bodies as we get older is with foods and nutrients, okay? So doctors and nutrition experts share the best foods to eat to slow aging. Fill your kitchen, they say, with avocados, with blueberries, with fatty fish. Fill your plate with spinach, with kale, and other leafy greens to get the vitamins, the minerals, and the fiber that you need. And nuts and seeds are good, too. All these things I like. Uh, Mm -hmm. These healthy fats are also an important part of aging-friendly and aging-friendly diet, thanks to their omega-3s and vitamin E. So, Carla, here's a question. Yeah. What food do you wish could <laughs> that you wish could help slow the aging process? Woo child. Let's see. Uh is wine on the list? Oh no. <laughs> Pizza. Pizza, baby. That's my number one. Pizza. Oh my goodness. Cheeseburger. <laughs> yes. Ice cream. Did you say Did you say cheeseburgers? Yes, Girl. I did. You want to add it again? Double Girl. cheeseburgers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Chips. See. <laughs> Chips. Oh, onion rings. Oh, God. French fries. Oh, about just man. cake. Just cake. The entire cake and pie. <laughs> cake and pie. <laughs> Key lime pie. Sweet potato pie. Sweet pie. You name it. <laughs> Cherry pie. Pecan yes. pie. Just cookies. Pie. Unfortunately, that's not the case. So oh, I guess I'll eat me a spinach sandwich. All right. We'll be back with more. <laughs> no bread. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something funny, of course. And uh, we're going to yeah. go. Junior, you're up first yeah. with Truth Be Told. <laughs> truth the phone be call. Told. Truth Be Told, I can't help you. But let me tell you the phone call I got this weekend. And I, you know, I love I love Pete. People uh-huh. know neighborhood call uh-huh. me. Been going to the doctor, got some bad news. Uh-huh. But I'm not the person to call. When, when you get some bad news. When you give me bad news, I get you right off of me and right back on to you. That's what I do when I get bad news. So, dog, Tommy P called me, man. He's like, man, dog got a bad heart. Bad he said, doctor say I'm going to have to have a heart transplant. Right then, I said, hey, Pete, breathe slow. 
Really? Hey, hey, you got the information for the bad heart. We can't upset you no kind of way. Your heart not good right now. So you need to take your time. Make this last as long as you can. Just breathe slow. You got a bad heart? He got bad. I got big lips. Yeah. That's where we at. Yeah. Where we at? Look, look at his, his another equal? step. They ain't got to be equal. He just talking about what he got. Let me tell you what I got. Let me take it a step but first. He, I gave him some good advice. Huh? Right. Is he dying? Having big lips I, can, cannot kill you eventually. We didn't make it Damn that far. Middle. Whether Damn he dying or not, we didn't make it that far. <laughs> but I understand Junior. bad heart Ignorant and heart transplant because I think you won't mind. You get your mind off of this heart right here. So I just want to let you know. As a matter of fact, Pete, you don't find nothing else funny because if you get revved up, you taking time off that heart. As a matter of fact, the next relationship you get into got to work because you can't afford no heartache. You can't, you can't have none of that. Matter of fact, Pete, when you go to sleep, sleep light because a deep sleep might be too much work on that, that mud hole. Just want you to understand. Truth be told, I understand where you're coming from. I just ain't the one to help. That's you all. got a bad heart. No, you got a bad heart. No, you got a bad heart. It ain't my fault. No, not at all. I, I can't help wow. you. Yeah. You yeah. got on and off the line with it. No, is it? <laughs> no, I'm sorry to hear not that. Uh, not, not Pete. Have you seen a doctor? Have you? If you knew what Pete did, that's gonna raise his heart rate. <laughs> yeah. Don't even read your bills. <laughs> you can't get revved up no kind of way, Pete. Heart rate gonna go up. Are you that's on any medication? Yet. None of that came to mm -hmm. mind. Huh? No, surely <laughs> is. You can't have this one. That's all I thought about. If you knew what Pete did to get the bad heart. That's why he was calling you in the first place. That's what I thought. He's looking for a heart. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? Like the Tin Man. <laughs> huh? Oh, Pete been doing a lot of bad things for a very uh, long time. Okay, yeah. okay. Now, now he's talking about dog, man. He's talking about I need a new heart. Hey, Pete, breathe slow, bro. <laughs> Just breathe slow. Hey, wow. Pete, I can't help you. <laughs> no, you ain't getting it over here. All right, Junior, your life. <laughs> yeah. Truth be told. All right, we'll be back with the close. Uh, Today's been a good day. Um, we'll be back to close out I, the show. Yeah. I, I, I. <laughs> With Steve's closing remarks coming up at 49 after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last break of the day. Been a pretty good day. Interesting day. And Steve, your closing remarks are back. We love them. What yeah. do you have for us today, Steve? All right. I got, I got something I want to share with you all today. Okay. Um, you know, today... When I woke up this morning, I had, uh, because it was Super Bowl weekend and we were in Miami, I didn't do my usual meditation every morning. And I missed about three days in a row of my early morning meditation. I always get up. It's something I've been doing for a little while now. I started it last uh, summer. And I very rarely miss a day. I've been very, very happy about that. But the benefit of it is it gives me a, a moment alone before the hectic part of the day begins and before the phone starts ringing and before I, you know, I used to wake up and look at my emails and my texts and get started. And I stopped doing that. And uh, it has been a big refresher for me and my life because I just felt like I was starting my day wrong. I needed to have some spirituality bought into my life first thing in the morning. And I found that ever since this summer, that's been a very, very important aspect. It's been very calming for me. 
it has been very um very invigorating it has helped me change the way a lot of my days start but that alone time that i spend having my spiritual moment uh with my creator is the way i've chosen to do it i want to tell you all something if you haven't tried that give it a try uh it's something about the early morning hours before you start hearing traffic and before you turn the tv on or answer emails or texts it's something about the quiet of early morning before the house starts moving around and plates clanging and stuff like that and doors shutting. It's an amazing time to get in touch with your spirituality. And I suggest just give it a try. You know, uh, it, it may not be for you. It, it may not. I don't, I don't know you. Uh, but it happens a lot. I was reading a scripture once uh, doing this thing, and it, and, it, and it was saying, and I'm paraphrasing it because it's showing what it said exactly, but I will come with you in the early mornings and hear your cry. And so it has been very beneficial to me. And this morning in particular, after spending about three days not doing it, Today I sat down and all I did in my journal, uh, cause I have a Bible, I have a daily devotional, I have a journal. All I did in my journal this morning was I began to write out everything I could think of that I wanted to thank him for. I just put a list of things I was grateful for. And the next thing I know, I had filled up two pages. I mean, two complete pages in my journal. You know, now it's not a piece of notebook paper, you know, that go on a three-ring binder, but it's, it's a substantial piece of paper. And I filled it up because I was just, I couldn't stop writing. And I was writing everything. I thanked him for safe passage in the airways. I thanked him for my children's health. I thanked him for guidance. I started thanking him for everything that he's done for me that I pray about and the things that I that he's done for me that I don't pray about. I thanked him for my breath. I thanked him for my measure of health. I thanked him for being able to have a lifestyle beyond my dreams. I was thanking him for uh, the ability to dress myself. I was thanking him for uh, going to the Super Bowl, for having a successful NFL honors, uh, for meeting people, uh, for taking on the mantra of 2020, 2020 of no complaints. I just decided in 2020 I didn't want to complain. So I, I've cut back on that. I haven't stopped completely. You know, I'm catching myself every now and then, but. I've been so far, I've cut down on complaining drastically. And I thanked him for that because instead of complaining, whenever I feel like I want to complain about something, I find a way to be grateful. I find something to be grateful for. So I've I've replaced complaining with gratitude. Wow. Wow. What a game changer. What an amazing mental state that puts you in. If you could exchange complaining for gratitude, Gratitude is a very, very uh, underrated principle of success. 
not many people talk about it. But the more grateful you are, the more things God will give you to be grateful for. The more grateful you are, the more things God, God will give to you to be grateful for. That's a fact. That's a fact. And so I'm suggesting to everybody, get up a little bit earlier and spend 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Let's start there. The more you could do, the better. But if you could start with 10 quiet minutes with just you and you and God, and I don't care what faith you're in, just you and God, just spend some time talking with him, thanking him, telling him what you want, telling him what you need, asking for the help that you want. But tell him you love him and tell him you and, and tell him you're trying to get it right and you need some help and and tell him what you want and thank him. It's an amazing way to start your day. Just give it a thought, y'all. That's all. Those are my closing remarks. Um, y'all have a great weekend. All right. Have a great For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 